0: Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere ...that sets up uh, podcasting for you. It also, you can make your money from with your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to uh, do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the, uh, both the iOS and the Android store or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm thank you and have a good day
1: hello everybody it's time for the wrestling with the willies podcast which it's been a little bit mostly because we didn't have really anything to be talking about I don't I don't think the past couple of weeks I mean we could have reviewed blood and guts when it was uh, when it happened but I haven't been able to watch it yet So of course we're talking about WrestleMania backlash, and I am joined with Jeremy and Joe, a three-person team again this month. You know, so that's good for the first time (laughs) in
2: a while. Yeah, you can thank my my injury.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I don't have. Yeah, (laughs) the injury, bro. But, uh, what's it called? So, uh, I guess I'll just mention the Sheamus versus Ricochet match, which it looks like, uh, Sheamus won, of course. So, um, uh, I don't know if it was any good or not. We usually do not listen to or watch the kickoff shows. And I, I have to admit, I was not looking forward to this pay-per-view. I thought I was going to be psyched for it at one point, but I just wasn't at all. So... It just is what it is, man. So, especially, you know, that they started off with the triple threat with Charlotte getting another in. You know, hey, I'm just going to show up after like three months and then just go for the title again.
3: Well, yeah, you know, that with the way that this match went, that the next match will be her and Rhea by themselves.
1: Oh, yeah, which is which is bullshit because they're jobbing out Oscar. Again,
2: for for whatever,
1: yeah.
2: I don't agree with that. I think it sh- it should have just been Oscar and Rhea
1: Yep, and I'm like, even if they were just going back and forth, it
3: would be down. But well, Charlotte needs to not be in the title picture for a while, in my opinion.
1: well yeah, I totally agree too. Like, that's the only uh, thing that it kind of annoys me about the shit is that they release okay I'm gonna shit on Eva Marie again just because it happened. They just did a bunch of releases and shit like uh while we're mentioning this shit because talking about like how they don't try to push any other person other than Charlotte and a barely few others like Rhea and Asuka and shit. And I think they only pushed Oscar, it seems like, because Charlotte wasn't there. She was injured at the time, and then Becky was gone. It seemed like Trish filling a hole. But they get rid of the iconics. They get rid of, uh, I'm trying to think of the whole list. It's like the iconics, and then. Um, damn, why am I thinking I'm um, the girl of Mickey James was like? Oh, no. yeah, Mickey James. Yeah, that was the other female. I was trying to remember the other person. <laughs> uh,
2: the, but, the, yeah. They sent her with the trash bag brigade. Oh, yeah. Which, but, I mean, I mean I'm not surprised that they
3: sent that the, shit to the, her. But From yeah. that standpoint, though, I mean, they did release a lot of people they weren't using. I guess the point for me is, and I think you were kind of going there, was the fact that they aren't using them when they could have been. So yeah. it's like, you know, at this point they release those people and then they bring a shit person back, like Eva Murray. Like yeah, what like, the fuck what? are they gonna do with her? I yeah. Mean, like she like... can't
1: wrestle with shit. Like she can barely do a promo. The only thing that's really count uh, like counts for Vince McMahon like, it was funny. I was watching a video, too, where they were shitting on the, like, which I'll talk about it, uh, like, during the mismatch or whatever, but, like, uh, just shitting on the stuff, like, how Vince McMahon doesn't, like, uh, thinks that pro wrestling is bullshit or some shit, like, that's the way that David Lagreco was, like, putting it, and it kind of makes sense, because... You release all these people, especially uh, Peyton Royce, which I think it's Jesse Lee or Jesse something. I forgot her actual name. Or maybe that's Billy Kay's actual name. I know it's like, I don't know, whatever. I'm too bothered to look it up. Sorry, Peyton Royce or... Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Peyton but Royce's
3: uh, name is like Cassie something.
1: Oh, maybe it's Cassie Lee or some shit. I thought that was it, and then there was like Jesse is Billy Kay's name. Then, I think, if I'm if I'm right, I'm I'm probably way off. But anyway, like after she cut that promo where she's like, I think I deserve to be. Peyton here. Royce
3: is Cassandra McIntosh. Oh, okay, uh, okay. And then I
1: forgot what Billy Kay's actual name is. But uh mostly because they started a podcast now since uh they got released.
3: Suka so, uh, McKay.
1: Oh okay. That uh see I knew that it was like something like that. Jeez. I'm also yeah, yeah, you weren't that far <laughs> off, but that's why there's
3: yeah. more than one person on a podcast. Yeah. But uh what's it called? I so threw you the assist, they, bro.
1: Yeah. But uh, what's it called? So they do this shit all the like. It seems like she cut this really intense promo where she's like, "I think I should be given the opportunity to be able to show that I could be in the main event if they push her right." And and then they get rid of her. And then like the next week or two weeks later, Eva Marie's in a vignette, and it's like, dude. I've already talked about how trash she was and how she really don't give a shit about wrestling. It's like, why is there a point that you had to pay money and they probably paid her more money because it sounds like that they were trying to get Eva Marie for a while. Right. Ever since she took her ball and went home, knowing that she failed a wellness violation, which is like pretty much just you not bringing it in on time or even if she was on drugs, you know, just not doing it at the time, and gives and gives you a strike or whatever. So, um, but like, yeah, hers was a prescription. Is, what is the fucking point of having her there when you got a multitude of fucking great talent like Shotzi Blackheart, uh, freaking. All the damn people. There's like so many damn girls to speak of, like Candace LeRae and all these people that you could put in that position. I know I'm naming off mostly NXT people, but it's just maddening. But then you no, see why Charlotte being in this yeah, shit. That,
3: that's a good point, though. You know, there are multiple people on NXT that they can pull up. Io Shirai is a good example, right? She could come up to the main roster and even Marie can go to NXT. She's never been there.
1: No, she if, was there for a time, but but not like, long enough. To but do yeah, not enough for her to be good. Like yeah. it seemed like there were. I think they to...
3: they I think they demoted her near the end, but she wasn't there very long, if I remember right. But I mean no,
1: not really. She was there maybe is, like she was around the time when Nia uh, Nia, uh, Nia Jax was wrestling. So like they w- both went against Oscar and lost. I think Eva Marie lost more than once to Nia uh, or not Nia Jax, but to uh Oscar when she they did were, that giant ro- long run.
2: They were they were doing the um Eva Marie got back on the main roster in 2016 when they were doing the SmackDown live yeah. because they were they, the, they were doing the promos. Yeah, and
1: then for- they were doing this stuff where her boobs fell out. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to wrestle because my boobs fell off. Or like I know, what off I'm fell saying off.
3: is that was the time she got demoted from the main roster down yeah. to NXT. But then they brought, her up re- they brought her up really fast again.
1: Yeah, which but
3: I don't like, even they brought her down to, brought her to, her train her. to NXT or yeah, something. Yeah, but it was more like, you know, what they're doing with the Performance Center people, like what they did with Otis and them, where they send them down because they need them to learn more, a better movement or whatever. But they should have kept her down there. Yeah. And well, I mean,
1: her... it really just if shows gonna... that she didn't give a shit about wrestling if she didn't. And especially because she's gone, been gone like how long? Like five years or some shit.
3: It's but I mean, a while. in that time, I don't think she's wrestled.
1: Well, that's no, what she's... I'm saying. She hasn't went through the indies. She's been modeling the whole time. So you could tell where her fucking mind is, right? She, yeah. She's she probably also like, hey, I'm movie. trying to build my brand better. Well, I'm trying to build my uh my modeling career like bigger than it is right now probably because not as many people are searching for her or whatever the fuck reason why she came back and I'm sure that they're paying her more money which is probably an insult to a lot of the girls back at, in WWE right now like probably paying them more money than they well, fucking paying Natalia or well, some shit
3: for one let's see how they bring her back whether or not yeah. they bring her back hopefully it would make more sense for her to be maybe even a manager type dude.
1: Like if anything, they should have her, like if they're going to do something, switch Sonya Deville with Eva Marie and have her in her position. Right. And be the heel and then do the fucking bullshit. But I mean, I would much rather see that shit and deal with her, not in a wrestling capacity rather than her, but also at the same time, I just don't want to see her face on television. And that's the same thing with Charlotte. I really don't care about ever seeing her wrestle for, like, two or three years. Mostly because she comes back instantly thrown into the title picture. It's like, why in the fuck does she need to go for a title? She's already won, like, so many. Like, we were talking about that
2: watching the pay-per-view. Yeah, she's already a 13-time World yeah. And women's champion, with between, I guess she won it in NXT, but yeah, that, that was when was she won it
3: with Rhea Ripley. And that kind of degrades the title to me when somebody has won it 13 times in like five years.
2: Yeah. And they keep, uh,
3: it doesn't make it like legitimate to me.
1: Well, yeah, and, like, it doesn't help anything, especially the NXT title, when she ran with that. It was like, why the fuck did you even give her the belt in the first place? There was, like, it was just a transition thing. But, like, that's the main thing for me, and this wasn't a bad match. I definitely think it was probably one of the better matches. I can't can't I don't know if I would say that it was the best one, but,
3: like, it was definitely, like... Oh, it was at, it was near the top, but again, there yeah. were a lot of crazy good matches in this Well, start. that's what I'm
1: saying. They had some good spots or whatever in this, but like also at the same time, I have to call out that one move where it was at the end of the match where she kicked Asuka into Rhea and then Oscar or and then Charlotte went down like for some reason. Like they're like, Oh yeah, she fell off the apron from this. Like no. well, they didn't even she
3: explain that. We we speculating like, what she did. It was like weird.
1: Away from
2: no, her. they said she. They said she fell. Like well, the that, said that.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like how would she fall when she was holding the like the ring ropes. And she's done that move millions of times, and then this is the one time where it doesn't work. It's like, come on, she should have yeah. at least done something where, like, at least been on camera where she tripped and well, fell or something. But some at shit. the
3: same time, Josh, she didn't win, so that's all that yeah. Really matters. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the only thing that yeah. matters
3: really. But they like, I'm just, matters.
1: I'm just nitpicking stuff. Oh, I'm just saying, I, I, I,
3: I agree with you. I'm just saying, at least she
1: never Yeah. Left. It would have been thing that made, worse. Dude, it would have been yeah. fucking total shit if she would have won. The
2: Holy thing that fuck. makes me mad though is that Oscar had to take the pin. Like yeah. Charlotte rarely takes the pin.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Asuka yeah. like and you could tell that they're trying to build up that shit again.
3: Well, that's what but, I said. You can tell the next pay-per-view, it'll be Charlotte versus Rhea. <laughs>
1: And Rhea should win again, but you know how probably they're going to do it. They're probably going to give her the title build again. But, probably. uh, yeah, so I'm kind of tired of talking about Charlotte, so we're just going to skip. <laughs> and then go I mean, it her. was
2: a good match. I just don't think um, – I just think that they should have had Charlotte eat the pen because she's the one who has been gone.
1: Well, I mean, did it really matter that Oscar lost clean – like the go home show before and then she ate another pin like during the pay-per-view and as charlotte could have definitely like even if it was a roll-up pin or some shit like at least do something as like showing that she's not fucking invisible. like i have i already talked about it with you all during the pay-per-view how it seems like they are doing exactly what they did with roman with charlotte she's just oh, the woman they, version of it
3: yeah I, and they kind of have the same premise right because he's at the head of the table uh, so without saying it he's the king right and yeah. she's the queen so i mean they're they basically have the same gimmick
0: well the only difference is that it it's
1: a Samoan version of pretty much what uh, charlotte's doing That's what I'm saying. I mean, like he has like his brother, uh, like his cousins and whatever with him, you know. uh, Which is another thing, but it's just like I'm just so tired of it. I know that I'm not the only one. We talk about it all the time, and then I've seen like it be. And this doesn't go away from like her promo skills, her wrestling skills, and everything else. This is just so many times to seeing the damn fucking Charlotte either winning or being in the title match. It's like they have so many other people that they could be picking from to do original stories with.
3: They do, but they don't. That's you know, when what you am saying. To that's think the about it with it. Because of the differentiation between brands, because they've got NXT, they've got Raw and SmackDown, right? Well, they don't go between brands, which I think is stupid. I think that's where they're fucking it up. Because they have a bunch of women, but if you look at the Raw roster, they don't. Like, they literally yeah. have Rhea, they've got Asuka, they've got Charlotte, and they have Becky, who's on the frickin'... But then, who else do they have on the Raw roster? Nia Jackson, Baszler? I mean, and they're. that's one of the dumbest things I think they did, was put those two together. And technically, Santa, Santa I don't even know if
1: Tamina and Natalya are still on SmackDown or something. Because they are, yeah, but,
3: but Nia Jackson and Baszler were raw people. But if you look at that, who do they really have to, to face single? I mean, other than that, they don't really have a tag team division anymore because yeah. the Riot Squad's the other one. So you either and... have to break up tag team or let people go single. Or you've got yeah. a roster of four people because you only deal with raw. Right? If you yeah. went across every flipping brand, so that's what they should be doing is NXT can fight Raw. Raw can fight Smackdown and just fucking then then you have a roster. Like then anybody from SmackDown that's a single wrestler can challenge for the Raw title. Or NXT, like Shotzi Blackheart can show up on Raw, yeah, on. yeah,
1: and, and then they can either do that or have them show, and it adds to all the brands too, yeah, like because then all you of a can sudden have people on see Raw like show up on NXT on, on Wednesday,
3: yeah, or I mean, and then you got intrigue on people watching, like, people will watch Raw because you know NXT on Tuesdays because will people show up or Friday? They'll, they'll start watching it more I think if they start opening it up between brands but until they do that it won't happen because they've they've kind of constrained themselves to yeah to what they've got available
1: and the and the problem is is that they the haven't show. really done or tried to like deviate from it too and this goes for the tag division in the men's too like uh a nice segue, uh Rude and Dolph Ziggler on uh, Dirty Dogs, I guess. But I hate you knowing that they don't fucking say the team name. Yeah, they always, no, no. it's like, why do you make a fucking team name? You go through all this shit that say we're the dirty dogs and all this shit, and then you don't display it whenever they come out. They go by Rude and Ziggler. It's like, why even bother? It's like they should do like a father and son, like Dominic and Ray thing where they come out together instead of like them coming out to separate music, no, their father and son and shit, they should do something together where they come out like even if they call them the Mysterios right? It's like, oh okay at least it's a tag name instead of just Ray and Dominic or whatever. And this match, god it was fucking boring to me. Holy shit and Yeah, I this was the Ray one match that match I don't even think
3: about. That. Unfortunately, I think this was the one I didn't even pay attention to.
1: Well, this one was well, mainly actually, just boring not, because
2: this, like, wasn't,
3: this wasn't the one that I didn't really pay attention to. The one, the next one was the dump, yeah, 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 of the night. But this one was also one that I kind of found myself paying attention to my phone. Yeah, during.
1: Well, I mean, the problem with this one was was that they spent so much time beating up Ray the whole time so it made me bored yeah and I was like, the they same spent. Thing. Like, it's like they probably spent I don't know probably a longer match it probably went like maybe
0: 10 or 15 minutes no it went and 17
1: it, it went 17 minutes and it was probably 14 minutes of them beating up
3: Ray <laughs> yeah cause yeah. I think uh Dominic only did what a couple of moves
1: Yeah, he did mostly, he didn't even really do, like, a hot tag, it seemed like. Like, it seemed like he was trying to do one, and then they were catching, uh, cutting him off, and then at one point, they did the frog splash and shit. It was like, they just, like, was able to get it, uh, squeak it in, pretty much.
2: I guess that's his finisher, is the frog splash.
1: Yeah. The splash frog,
2: you mean? Yeah, the splash frog. They call I swear to you they called it that.
1: (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't hear
2: it. I can't uh, remember who the announced well they're on SmackDown now. It
3: was Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, so it could have been Yeah, so
2: so I think I think Pat was like was like he called it a splash and then he said frog. I swear to you he said splash frog. He
1: yeah, he probably might not have, like, meant to do it, but still. It's like, yeah, he did. I'm like, I mean, if he did, then he did. But, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you could tell. I'm like, it was so damn telegraphed with this match that I was, like, well, yeah, halfway was, in when they were dominated. still beating up Ray, I was like, yep, they're
2: losing the titles. I and was, he knew like, Ray was going to come was going to come in, not Ray, you knew Dominic was going to come in sooner or later. and
1: Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, and I, I got to like- mention, why in the fuck would you have a couch that's wrapped up like they're getting ready to move it, and then it's just out in the backstage area? Like, I just got to mention that shit. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to beat him up. What are we going to use this time? Uh, a fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, they saw this shit in the back, right? Like, yeah, somebody had a moving van out, right? It was open, and then they're like, ah, what are we going to do? Like, we got to do something different other than steel steps or, like, the little rolling carts that and fucking knock these motherfuckers out. How are you going to explain this shit? And then they see the inside of the moving van, and they're like, oh, shit, there's a couch. Let's just use a fucking couch. Because it was wrapped up in moving tape or like wrapped up in the moving blankets. Then it was saran wrapped. Like they yeah, shrink fully, wrap. like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like they fully like took it off the truck and was like, here you go. And then flipped it on him. I was like, what? Uh, it's like the logic that WWE does. It just kills me. <laughs> and then that's just like, uh, it lands on him. And then he takes like 15 minutes to come to the ring. And then, I mean, it's good on Ray and Dominic because, I mean, like Ray or Dominic's still in his first fucking year, and he's already got the tag belts, and he's in a history-setting thing. Whereas the first, supposedly, unless somebody else didn't do it. But the first father and son pairing to like have the tag belts. Yeah,
3: they mentioned it last night. At least for the SmackDown tag team belts. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, the, they might have just said the SmackDown and Down belts, but like, I think period, probably. Well, unless I'm it's the Von Erichs or some shit with like one yeah, of their titles or something. I'm
3: just mentioning. Uh, Ray mentioned it last night about the SmackDown tag team belts, at least. Yeah. So, so you know, at least for those belts it is, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and I'm
1: sure that probably somebody that's a historian on this shit would be like, oh, my God, no, hold on, hold on, man.
2: Well, you know, like, WWE go through this shit. To, You know, WWE likes to rewrite history, too, so.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they'll say shit, and then, like, somebody will catch them in a lie, and then post the video evidence, and you're, no, you're wrong. They do that shit all the time. And change the fucking narrative and shit. That's why I was like, "Uh, oh, so far as I know, then you see something else come up. But, like, anyway, definitely and it's pretty bad when I thought this, that match was boring, and then it led into this one, where, holy shit, people gave like, got so angry at the Blood and Guts one, with the match held. Chris Jericho didn't land on concrete yeah, like, how dare really, a fifty-year-old? Why old? in the fuck would you have him land on concrete?
2: How dare a fifty-year-old man land on padding? Yeah, how dare that?
1: Like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? Like anybody that thought that was a smart idea is a fucking idiot.
2: But, He's fifty years old. Why would it, you want him they to said land? That on it's concrete? supposed to <laughs> protect him.
1: And I haven't watched a match. I'm eventually gonna watch it, but like they said, uh, that that match set back the wrestling world back 30 years or some shit. This is that's the what funny thing. Saying, this, this is the not, funny I shit. Watched that,
3: it. These people are fucking idiots.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they say this shit, and I think it's just they're nitpicking. And now was it the best AEW match on does. the planet?
3: No, because no. I don't like MJF, and you know I don't really care for him either. I know that one said. And he basically was the one that threw Jericho off the cage, so it's like... Which,
1: they're just setting him up to try to get him to be the uh, the worst heel there, practically. And yeah, the uh, pinnacle uh, as the main, like, uh, one that's taking over shit. Because
2: Jericho's which, the base now, I think,
1: the inner circle. Yeah, is- I mean, they're really more like tweeners, it seems like, because I don't know if they're probably going to be the same way if they go against anybody else other than the Pinnacle. Which I love the Pinnacle name. Like, that's a good tag team or stable name. It kind of reminds me of, like, Four Horsemen, but not at the same time. Well, that's what everyone keeps saying. It's like their
2: version of the uh, Four Horsemen.
1: But anyway, so they do vignettes where they open a door for a lumberjack mash, and turns out, because the Army and the Dead movie... They thought it was a good idea to make them all zombies.
2: Yeah, because it was a cross-promotion. And this match, I (laughs) uh, I
1: was already over this match because I've seen the freaking Damian Priest versus Miz or Morrison matches so many times by now. Yeah, that's why I was I said like ready the, the, for
3: them to do uh, finish this shit. This is the problem with WWE lately that I have found. There's too many rehashing of the same people over and over and over again.
2: I think they're working on changing that though. Because well, do you so remember when they're talking about fit.
1: getting other people in? Because they say that Bruce Prichard is overworked, supposedly. So they were talking about having—I forgot what the rumor was. They were talking about having somebody else come in to help. Well, the, I don't no, think I'm talking about how, or somebody.
2: Hardy, but. How Jeff Hardy was on super, like Superstars, or I think it's still Superstars.
1: Well, I think it might have been main event.
2: Yeah, because they were talking about people are like, Well, Jeff's getting demoted. He should be in the title. He should be this." And well, I like, mean, hey, if
1: what? he's not one to re-sign then well, he's he, probably he's gonna
2: got, he's got a, he's got two years left on his current contract.
1: Well I mean I know that they're gonna eventually like I think he's gonna have like a retirement match there. He wants to do like a hell in a soul match. But like anyway like people are uh, this this match was so like I was not paying attention this to was most the of piss it.
3: break match I didn't pay attention it to this was one definitely
1: at all. and like as Chris Jericho talked about how like he was like zombies set back the the yeah, he was wrestling back thirty Trump. years, and I'm like, this is the same shit that people will excuse, right? But then bash AEW for doing like whatever they're doing, like That's it's like point. this was the it's like Cody premise. doing it like a a uh, uh, pro America gimmick for. A go go to come in to wrestle against him, right? Where it's a stereotypical thing. They shit on that. And then they even talk to about how, like, Cody needs to fuck off and this and that. When he ain't even going for titles, he's just doing his thing, you know? And people are talking about that shit. But then they like this fucking match. The, 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 the okay, the only way that this could be excused. For if they're gonna fucking do this shit, as if on Monday or like, SmackDown, I'm messing with they something, come Joe? Back. I think he is. Yeah, because yeah. I
2: need to find something.
1: Sorry. Look at you for shame, Joe. But uh, what's All it right. called? If they don't have Ms. Morrison showing up as a fucking zombie on Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what the fuck was the point? It's like, they do this shit with everything. It's like AJ Styles it started with, where he was buried alive, and then he just showed up. <laughs>
2: like, yeah.
1: And it was, like, totally fine, and then they've done it with other people. It's like, why even both in these matches? Even it's, even in it's like, brainwired. I'm like,
2: oh my god. It's like... Didn't care
1: that much. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why? I just don't understand why he thought that it was a good idea. And I'll mention, because David LeGreco like, fucking went off. And this was the match that he was talking about. Like, he he was talking... Somebody was talking about how it wasn't as bad, and this and that. Talking about AEW, and how, like, awful AEW is. And then he sits there, and he's like, this show's... That uh, Vince McMahon doesn't give a flying fuck about pro wrestling. He's like, no, he's... You see this shit, where they pull out zombies in a fucking wrestling match, and he's screaming. He's screaming at this point, just talking about like how like he's like he does not give a shit. And the dude on the phone is like, no, he cares. He cares. I'm like. Dude, first off, you don't know fucking Vince McMahon. You don't, I'm like, half of the fans, you're getting an inclination. Even us, we're getting an inclination about the mind space that Vince is in. Like, his like his story presentation and everything else, you don't know exactly what goes on his head unless you're around him, like, 24-7, like, probably Triple H and Steph and... and, and and Laurenitis and shit like that. Those that's, are probably right. the main ones that know, like, pretty much most of his inner workings. So you don't know fully, but just based on presentation, it just looks like he don't give a flying fuck about any of the shit that he puts on air. Like it's like he cares, but then he doesn't care at the same he just time. Cares
2: about I think I think he just you know he's. Made the billion dollar like it was like a two million two billion dollar deal he made with NBC to put WWE on Peacock. Yeah, because he cares about more money
1: than he does wrestling, man. I mean, great. you can he tell that that's money, the main thing that but, he's going for is money. It's not because I mean, we, of presentation yeah, but, or like yeah, anybody to would
3: people. if they own a business. This is kind of where I've went off on, or I've talked to you guys about that. Is that anybody that owns a business they're going to look to make the most money out of it that's the goal now if they go about it the way that everybody thinks they should is a different story there's going to be people that say vince mcmahon isn't going about it the right way he would tell you you're wrong because he made two billion dollars getting on peacock so obviously yeah. the NBC feels that the the value of wwe is worth that two billion dollars so taking it from where he did to where it is now, he's done that. I mean, that's something Vince can say he did right with the help of obviously all the wrestlers, but he's the one that basically has set everything in place. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's bought off on everything. So he can literally say he's the one at the end of the day, that's made WWE what it is. And,
1: and I agree. I mean, like, I'm not saying that everything in WWE is bad, right?
3: Um, oh yeah I'm not saying you were but I'm just getting no I'm just
1: saying like yeah like some people don't need to be as harsh on shit as they are but like yeah I agree from a business standpoint like he's making decisions where he's like hey I'm trying to make money and it's not a bad thing that he wants to make money I'm just saying like his forefront is not like wrestling it's period like well, otherwise you would see like better shit happening
3: well and yeah but that's, that's one thing he transitioned but... the whole sports entertainment thing that's what he yeah. calls it so obviously and that's it's... mostly just so he didn't get sued yeah <laughs> but I mean but you also have to go along with it too like right you know his premise is sports entertainment well is the bit does the business look like that it does so you can't argue that it doesn't right now is that what people didn't like as far as wrestlers that left because they wanted it to be more about wrestling? And that's why AEW is picked up, because it's more about wrestling. Right. you know. And is that ultimately what most of the fans want to see? I guess we'll see that as time goes on. Right now, it looks like that's what people want to see compared to what WWE is putting out right now but let's see if WWE figures that out and starts to change stuff a little bit. I mean, right now with their tra- with their decisions lately, I would say um they're not going that route because again, the Eva Marie thing that we talked about does not seem to be wrestling back. To- <laughs> yeah, because I I um, don't think that
1: I don't know how they see money in her. Like that's the, and that's the main thing for me is that I don't okay out of all the other people like i could see why they get brock lesnar even though that Maybe i don't we should like have just a freaking
3: separate podcast on eva marie because it seems like you want to talk about her a lot I well mean, I, I
1: mean we were kind of talking about it anyway so yeah kind I, of no i'm just it, saying but, that that
3: um you know we've taken probably half this podcast talking about oh her. yeah
1: because i'm still behind i'm still not even talking about bailey and beyond yeah which <laughs> i
3: mean we could just
1: talk about that anyway like, this match, uh, I don't know. It was probably, I, didn't, I, didn't I think like match so. of the night was probably, I would say, the triple threat and then this one. I like both
0: of them. Like, uh, I definitely think that these were better than the men's matches.
3: I had a hard time focusing on this entire pay-per-view, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, like, some of the matches were good, but then also at the same time, I, it was hard for me to give a shit about these. This was well, one of the TV first times
3: I could cool say, in, "I can say in the last year, this was probably one of the pay-per-views that I the
2: like least hyped that, Yeah,
3: that I was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was actually quite surprising that once we started watching, how not focused I was on it. And this was one of the first times I could say that. Um, and I don't know if it's because the the quality of the stuff is getting worse. I can say the one match besides the triple threat match that I focused on was the not the Bianca Bailey match, but it was the triple threat with Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Braun. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I understand why. Uh, yeah, like because I mean they had good moments in uh, the Bailey match. And I liked it. I'm like the main thing I liked is the hair, like how she pinned her with the hair, and then she's like she cheated. I mean, technically it can't be cheating if you're using your own body. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just throwing it out it's there. Like Even when if they're Charlotte trying to throw this fucking narrative, where they're gonna be like, hey, she can't use her hair in the next match, right?
3: Well, not only that, you can't say body, that when, so. when Sasha used heel moves and used her hair against her last night. Yeah. Time. Well, that's so, what I'm saying.
1: I mean, you can't go through that narrative when it's her body, right? I'm just saying. Like, if you're going to go about that, like, I would understand if you're trying to do, like, Eddie Guerrero, like, light sheet steel shit, where he was a face and doing heelish moves. I understand that. But, like, Bianca just taking advantage of her hair and shit, which that would be a reasonable thing to do in that situation, Made sense, I mean, it just shows that they're going to do another match, but that's what I'm saying. Most of these matches were very telegraphic. Now, one thing I do have a question, they weren't switching the belts on anybody.
3: Yeah, one thing I do have a question about Hmm. I don't uh, grasp Bailey's shirt.
1: Yeah, I thought that was weird. I wonder if somebody did a painting
3: of her or something, and then because it was like a a Picasso looking face. On her shirt or something. Yeah, it
1: looked like it was gonna be her with multiple disorder, like uh more multiple personalities. And I th- saw, I saw that too, and I was like, "What the hell is up on her shirt?" Yeah, like, that shirt the was time. Cute. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. But anyway, that was a good match. Anyway, and then same with the the uh, last two were good too. I definitely liked the Cesaro one. Yeah, see, the Cesaro well, match was yeah, really well, good. The one with Seth was better though. I don't know why. It and was, I also I don't understand. Seth was a lot better.
3: Well, I don't really get the ending either. But anyways, are yeah. we going to talk about the Bobby Lashley? Yeah, we'll talk
1: about the triple threat. I like the triple threat. I thought I'm like at for. I'm like at one point. I forgot we were talking about how uh, I forgot. You no, know, there was no disqualifications the after they started using the steel steps. Like, I was like, hold on. Like, they're just using shit now? And then I was like, oh, yeah, because it's a triple threat.
3: (laughs) But it is funny how much better uh, WWE is with Pyro. You can tell they've been doing it a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, with the, you know, I thought to mention it last night, but remember the explosion for AEW that kind of went off like a shitstorm? Uh,
0: What, the deathmatch? Yeah.
3: (laughs) There was... uh, better pyro when lastly was thrown through the lcd screen than than that <laughs> oh
1: yeah yeah
3: i definitely agree and so but it, hey
1: it was impact though impact was the reason why it's yeah yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah which that was a good way of playing it off but
2: impact was impact has been around long enough to know how to do pyro no like
1: yeah they're, uh, they're doing a rep, they're uh they're this is the main serve. thing that I like about yeah. AEW right now, is they're doing crossovers with everyone. Just about the only yeah. one that they ha- I haven't seen them do crossovers with yet is Ring of Honor. And dude, if they end up having Ring of Honor matches, oh dude, it would be dope. If you saw some of the dudes and like they have like a bunch of other dudes, like uh, Tracy Hot Sauce Williams is dope as fuck, and I could see him being in WWE at one point. Doing fire matches with like Kyle O'Reilly and shit. But there's some uh, do a
2: fire match with the
1: main thing is fucking Jay Lethal, man. They need to put Jay- <laughs> Obviously, he's not interested in going to t- damn WWE, <laughs> but even if they just put him in um, they that's the main thing that I want to see it. them do. I-, I don't care about like if they offer him money, if he shows up for a bunch of shit. Like, AEW does it right. Like, they're doing shit where they're having impact with it. They're bringing in New Japan dudes. It was dope, too, on uh, what's it called? <laughs> From what I heard was when they did the New Japan match where it was for because Mox still has the New Japan United States belt. He came out to, uh, for the person I forgot, I think it was Yuji Nagata. I think that was his name. I could be wrong, but Uh, he came out and to do like a show of respect to i think it was the death match dude that he did uh, uh, that came out his ring entrance was always wild thing but i've forgotten who does the actual name of the song or like the band that does the song
2: which wild thing uh, wild thing right
1: No, it wasn't that one. It was the other one. It was the original version that's in uh, Major League. His was a completely different one. Yeah, it was from Major League, that one. But, like, it was the... Like, he would come out like that. Like, where he was in a leather jacket, he was playing the Wild Thing song, and came out to the ring, and supposedly had a good 10-minute match with the dude. So, like, if they do that, where, uh, where they do crossover wrestling... With each other like because I mean Of course Mox is gonna do it Because he's still technically working With New Japan
3: Wild Thing is done by the Trogs
1: Oh no wonder I knew That it was like a one hit wonder or whatever And I thought that it was like a weird Name for the Wild Thing song Like the band was because it's always Like that you like But anyway I'm going off on a tangent But anyway it was a dope thing To see if they do that And then if WWE did that shit, I mean, it would just raise the stock of, like, everyone involved. But I I definitely don't think WWE is ever going to do that shit.
2: Well, they have a working relationship with, uh, not not Evolve, because they own Evolve. Well, well, they
1: own Evolve now, and then they're trying to buy MLW, which is Major League Wrestling. Yeah and teddy hart which is uh shit i don't remember which one i think it's like he's just one of the older brothers of ona and bret hart or some shit or it's like the the son of one of them but like supposedly he has his his issues everywhere he's been bad on drugs and whatever i'm paraphrasing Uh, i thought it was drugs and some other shit but uh like he, he, I just remember he's one of the standouts that they had there and then they had like a bunch of other people that were in uh NWA and stuff like that. But like uh anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, the the triple threat match was actually dope. If they ended up doing that shit with some of AEW's talent and stuff like that, it would probably be even better.
3: Wait. You know, I'm just kind of pissed. I I like the fact that Bobby Lashley has got a title and he's in this uh, gimmick that he's got right now, but I really want them to push Braun more and better because I think he could he should have a long run as a champ. Yeah, because he has a gimmick that is could be dominant more so than anybody else ever has and like and I'm talking about you know Goldberg level run because yeah. literally the dude shouldn't lose I mean he they started him down that path back when they were competing with Brock and then they had him yeah, lose Roman, to Brock yeah. which kind of ended it well remember when he pulled the stage over on Brock I mean it's like you do all that shit, and then you lose a match? It's like, wait a minute. How stupid is that? You make him, and you, he lifts over a semi-truck, but then he loses a freaking wrestling match. I don't understand the logic. Where And yeah, they did the same thing with Roman, with the ambulance and all that other shit.
2: Yeah, I was about to mention the ambulance.
3: And, you know, But it's like, wait. But then you make him job out to these freaking losers after that, and you kind of diminish all of that shit he did. At that point, so it's, I just wish they they tend to do this with freaking people, and it's like no wonder people leave because it's like you don't know what to expect on a weekly basis. I wouldn't, yeah,
1: think. it seems like Vince has his idea of like, I mean, like well, I said he, about know, the mock thing, at, it's like Charlotte he has Europe. his
3: idea of who he is. Well, Roman and Charlotte are going to get whatever the fuck they want. It seems like everybody else has to bust their ass to get any opportunity,
0: though.
1: Yeah. And even then, it's like Cesaro, right? He's been a workhorse. Okay, so anyway, it was nice that Bobby Lashley won, but I'm like at the cost of fucking Strowman. It was like of all people, it was Strowman that took the pin. That's what I mean.
3: It drives me nuts. Strowman throws Lashley not all, you know, through the LCD screen, so you knew that was giving him a rest. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then he goes and he busts ass for another 15 minutes while Lashley's just sitting on it, the, and then all of a sudden Lashley shows up and Spears all and he it's has done. to do is spear him one time. This is the monster among men, and all he had to do was spear him yeah like you guys mentioned last night, I think it was Joe that mentioned that yeah he took a claymore from drew before that, but again yeah, they
2: said he claymore,
3: but again with that even he he should have to take a lot of shit to be pinned, and he never seems to have to like yeah when when he lost to Goldberg, I think he took two spears, yeah, I mean it's like what Roman, it was like he took two Superman punches or something like that. It was like, no, but Brock, he has to take eight freaking spears and two Superman punches, and he still wins. And it's like, wait, you use that for him, but not for Strowman, who's actually done more powerful shit than Brock has. I mean, it's...
2: And
1: while, of... while it's a segue, I found out that Scotty Tuhati was
2: one of the zombies. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I just saw
1: that now.
2: <laughs> well, he lives in this area. Er- he lives in this area.
1: Yeah. But, like, I just saw it. So I had to mention it while we we're doing the podcast. But, but yeah, like, I agree. What were you going to say,
2: Joe? Uh, I don't remember. I got distracted by Scotty Tuhati. Oh.
1: But, any- but anyway, so, like, uh, uh, I really love what they're doing with Roman right now, even with Jimmy and Jay Uso. Which I definitely agree that they should do it, where like uh, Jimmy doesn't turn.
3: Yeah, and, I thought and, I was hoping that would happen last night, that Jimmy would come out and do something against Roman, dude.
1: It was so weird, man. And like, but then I was the end,
3: on this match, like yeah. with the
1: ending and stuff, and I was like. Why didn't he interrupt the match? I don't.
2: The only thing I didn't like about the Roman match was the fact that it was. How many times lately have they done the person passes out? They did it with Oscar when Oscar lost the title. She passed out. She didn't tap.
3: Yeah. Oh, they did it with Drew and Cesaro because Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And so
2: they've done it like a lot recently. And that's where I'm like, come on. Just
3: But that's an example of poor storytelling. Like they repeat stuff over and over again. This is where I was saying that this is my issue with WWE right now, is they're repeating stuff a lot. Like it's literally like you can go one pay per view to the next and it's literally the same match. We kinda talked about like even the way the matches go for Roman and Charlotte are the same way. Like literally you can, you can watch the match and know exactly how the match is going to go. Like, yeah. And, and it's pretty bad. It's for the people that probably watch it constantly like we do, but where, you know, okay, it's going to, this is going to happen. And then it's probably going to end up being this. And then based on this happening, you know, who's going to win the match and we can almost, Accurately pick the winner of the match during it on every occasion, and yeah, and that's pretty bad when you can actually figure out who's going to win based on just how solely the match. Well, I
1: mean, you could tell that they were going to pick Roman anyway, and uh, well, yeah, you know, going in, Roman's not going
3: to lose for a while. I'm going to have a hard time understanding. It's the same thing with well. Uh, it was the same thing for EO Shirai in NXT. Remember we talked about which was weird because it was like one pay-per-view before the she actually lost was we made the comment like who the hell are they going to have beat her because she's beat everybody else. And yeah. Rowan's kind of getting that way too. It's like Who the hell's gonna take him out because he's beat everybody?
1: That's what I was saying. Like, Like I thought it looked like they were trying to protect him, but like because I was spoiled and saw that Seth came out and destroyed Cesaro's arm. So I thought that he just interrupted the match and just beat the shit out of Cesaro. Turns out no, they fucking did a huge long match where he was working his arm the whole time, which, I mean, granted, like, that's how it should have went. Like, because that's the main thing that he does. It's, like, either the swing or, like, does shit with his arms, like the uppercuts and all that stuff. So it makes sense for that. But then he lost clean. And it was like, I was just like, what? With no cheating involved, no nothing. I was like, what the fuck was that? Are they trying to protect... Like, I don't understand the logic of this. And then, after that, then Seth comes out, beats the shit out of him, pretty much trying... It it looked like they were trying to have him go away by injury or some shit. Until, like, SummerSlam or some shit. I don't know exactly the logic that they were doing for this. And that's mostly why I was like, what? And I have to point out, like... It took me a little bit. At first, I was like, what the fuck is up with this ridiculous ass suit that Seth was wearing? But then I was like, okay, I, I understand why he wore it. And then, of course, they were like, the literal drip of Seth Rollins. I'm like, dude, is this his character now? Is like he comes out with like extravagant uh, outfits on the whole time and then beats the crap out of Cesaro? It seems kind of lame. But yeah, it was just like
2: ugh, I liked sad it better than- thing
1: to see like them pretty much bury Cesaro again.
3: Yeah, I mean that's where I'm saying. I mean the one that's this is the one person that could take it, and they they didn't do it again. Uh, and to me, these are those instances where Roman doesn't need to be. And this was a perfect opportunity because Jimmy Uso could have been the reason he lost. Yeah. And and that's the whole family dynamic. Yeah, he's the head of the table, but only for two people, right?
1: Yeah. You
3: know, and it's like, it would have been a perfect opportunity for them to do it, but yet they don't. So then, what does it push for, for going forward? Like, what are they going to do at the next pay per view? Who is he going to fight? It's yeah. Like... <laughs> because they
1: don't have much.
3: I mean, like. <laughs> He no, doesn't have many people to end
1: up going against.
3: And it ain't you know? going to be Seth Rollins because he's a freaking heel right now. They're not going to have two heels against each other unless freaking Seth decides to turn unless it's
1: Unless it's Seth and Roman versus Cesaro or like a triple threat. But even then, it's like damn, dude. It's like saddening because it's like, fuck, man. But this you is the exact example right.
3: what I was talking about because of their de- segregation between brands. If they didn't do that, if they didn't do that, they'd have a lot of opportunities to change up things a little bit. Like, think about like Kyle O'Reilly or somebody from NXT coming up and challenging Roman. And kind of like when they did the United States thing, or like Carryon Carryon Cross or Finn Balor coming up, and Adam
2: Cole, baby, or
3: any of them. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they have the opportunity that they would do that to branch out. Even if they didn't win, it still gives a different look to these matches that happen on the pay-per-view. I mean, yep, I agree. It's 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 kind of, it's kind of maddening like you said Josh, the fact that every freaking pay-per-view is the same fucking people wrestling. And then all the they're time. doing
1: Hell in a Cell next month and it's like no build up for a feud. So what's going to happen? Is Cesaro's going to be all right? Cesaro versus Roman? In a Hell in a Cell match, and then it will be Drew versus Bobby Lashley in a Hell in a Cell match. Maybe one even that another they need triple to threat
3: push. And I'm hoping that it starts. Maybe even tonight is Alexa Bliss.
1: Yeah, because right, like, right now she's
3: right now she's just been having big so you know where she's talking. But they've started to elude her that she's fo- Lily's focusing on somebody. And tonight, I think. Um Natalia and Tamina are on her Alexis playground thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: they were already on it.
3: Well, well, yeah, but you guys are ahead of me. It's just started here 13 minutes ago on my clock, but so I won't watch it till later, but it'll be interesting to see if they start to push her in some direction, because right now she's not doing anything either. She's just talking. So Anyhow, yeah, but that's even a dumpster fire. Nia Jackson, Shanna Baszler lose it to Tamina and Natalia. That's because, because, I am mean, I'm, I'm happy well, for Natalia, Natalia, but Tamina, fuck that shit. It's well, because I mean, yeah, she's one of the worst wrestlers on the freaking roster besides Nia. They, it's they like
2: them giving
3: it to, it to Eva Marie. Oh, I mean, uh, I'm just
1: kidding. They, gave, keep they
0: her say
2: her. they say that they gave it to. uh Natalia and um, Tamina, because of the crowd reaction they got at WrestleMania, apparently, like, the crowd was, like, super behind, behind them. Because like, they're, they're idiots. Like, yeah, because the crowd is a bunch anybody. of fucking
3: idiots. Yeah. I mean, you know, to me, the one that should have gotten the push, because of all the work that, that she's been doing and the storyline, is nothing, you know, is Lana. Yeah. Lana and Naomi should have got the title before Natalya and Tamina should have. Because that would have made more sense storyline-wise because of all the shit that Lana did, went through with Naya. I mean, yeah, Natalya okay. and Tamina just fucking showed up and said, hey, we're the best. We deserve the title, blah, blah, blah. And then they get it to, you know, what, two matches later. I mean, Lana no, got fucking put through a table seven times or some shit. Thirteen times or whatever. Time. You know, I'm just... But, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and she's at least been put... You know, unlike Eva Marie, she's been putting a shit ton of work in at the performance center. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, at least she's showing the initiative she wants to be a wrestler. I mean... Anyhow...
2: Not, um,
3: Lana. I think I'm, yeah, Lana. I mean, I'm, and that's why I said storyline-wise, these are the things that drive me up a wall. Like, they, they're they pushing towards a certain scenario, and then they fucking just scrap it. And then all of a sudden, they're yeah. not even in the frickin... Sh- like, Lana was going towards that, and then all of a sudden she's out of the Oh, conversation. yeah, and then they
1: pin her first.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's...
1: <laughs> oh, good God. And then they get rid of, her- of Joe, and... All that, I'm like, talk about wasted fucking potential. I'm just saying well, about this at yeah. last, like, but like
3: the he, last thing Samoa about. Joe, though, kept getting hurt. And this is where I well, said, I understand
1: story. that, but like, it, he was like,
3: but he was ugh. much better on the fucking mic than that new fucker they've got on Raw. I don't know, yeah, why, that, that um. whatever his name is, he's horrible. And so you demote Tom Phillips, bring up this Joker, and you got rid of Samoa Joe, who was actually pretty good on the mic as a commentator. I mean,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, like he does good promos, and especially I'm like one of my favorite ones, of course, when he was talking shit to Brock. That was by far my because really he was one of the dudes. Like other than Braun, like it was like uh, who was it? It was Braun Roman and then Samoa Joe all going for Brock the whole time. And Samoa Joe was one of the main ones that I was like, he but should you, get the title.
3: But you see what I'm they, saying, though, with, like, the talent, though, right? Like, Kevin Owens, what the fuck is he doing? Sami Zayn, what is he doing? It's like there's a bunch of guys on SmackDown. Yeah, Slack they're wrestling each it. other. That's what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, and AJ Styles is a tag team champ right now. It's like, what the hell is that about? I mean, it's like he shouldn't be that almost is a joke i i it's i don't know just some of the decisions lately have been just stupid but we'll see going forward if what changes if anything yeah um, all yeah,
1: right but uh i'm especially hell in the cell i'm not looking forward to hell in the cell right now well just because of this we're only trick, a but... day
3: after backlash so hopefully they start to they pick oh. some stuff to do 'Cause you know what'll happen with these giving matches all of a sudden someone'll say they wanna do a hell in the cell match. Which at this point you would think Roman's probably gonna be in one. <laughs>
1: it's gonna be Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. I wouldn't be surprised if that. Well, going yeah, on. but
3: that'll be the girl side. I'm just talking about the yeah. the guy side, it's not gonna be Lashley and yeah. it could be Lashley and I Bronick, mean, if anything, it's
1: right. probably gonna be Roman and then
3: But I would see Roman and somebody else, which which it would be funny if it's Jimmy, but yeah, Um, because that's kind of what they're alluding to because they're not really pushing that yet, which would point to me thinking that that's going to be the next, because Cesaro obviously is being shelved for a little bit. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering
1: what... if they're trying to shelve him for a little bit for him to come back around like SummerSlam time to beat him Yeah, so I something, mean, you know? It's, like, that's the only thing that I could think of why they did it the way that they did it. But
3: I hope, as sure as shit, that it's not Seth versus Cesaro again. Oh, I'm yeah. Because sure. it's like, okay, here's another rehashing where they've already wrestled four times and here's number five. It's like, yeah. yeah. And anyway. then it'll
1: be like, hey, 50 50 booking again. It's like, not making, anybody look right. not making anybody look good. You know, thank you for that. I'm like, boring as shit. I hate 50 yeah. 50 booking. I think everybody does,
2: but well, on that, that, that note, WWE doesn't apparently.
1: Yeah. But I guess no, on, on that, that note, I think we've been shitting on this pay-per-view for an, enough time, I guess.
0: Yeah.
3: The one thing I could say in the last remarks I, I will talk about is the one thing I've bitched about for WWE over numerous pay-per-views and things is that their timing for matches wasn't, hadn't been good. I would say that the timing for these matches and how long they were was perfect tonight, or for for backlash. Um, I think fifteen minutes or so, and then are good. Uh, the short one was the Damian Priest versus Miz, which that had to be short because it was a joke. Yep. Um, and then Romans was the longest, which again made sense because of the the nature of the it being the main event. So. Yeah. From that standpoint, I would have to say that was the one thing that was good about the pay per view, but everything else kind of was lackluster if I would say that. I but. definitely
2: agree. I thought I actually thought the pay-per-view was okay, but I don't watch wrestling as much as y'all do. So I'm not seeing as much of the as much as the repeat stuff as y'all do. So it's, a yeah, bit different. it's
1: like I'm only catching whatever I end up seeing either on Twitter or whatever, because I, I'm like I haven't wanted to watch Raw and SmackDown in such a damn long time because it feels it feels like the same time when I got tired of watching TNA. Because that's why one it, yeah Because around the time that I stopped watching TNA, it was like right after they got done with Aces and Aides, it is right before AJ left. Because uh, what's-her-face was in charge still, and she was just doing stupid shit the whole time. They did this whole uh, angle where AJ was cheating on his wife with this chick, and then so they did this for like eight months or some shit. A long ass time to like, oh yeah, they were cheating on each other, and Christopher Daniels was one of the dudes that was like saying that he was cheating on this person. then it turned out that it was full of shit, and then the like the best thing that led out of it was like because pretty much they were trying to allude to like at one point him and the boss lady, I forgot her name, was Dixie Carter, Carter. Oh, Dixie Carter, yeah, like they were alluding to them fucking. <laughs> and I was like who fucking agreed this shit like uh, it was just so totally dumb and uh, like I was just like fuck I feel like my intelligence is being like uh, them judging my shit so I just stopped watching and WWE is like the same way with me right now
2: that's because um, every wrestling company is like oh we gotta have a Mr. McMahon character.
1: Trying to, at least. Yeah. They haven't tried to do that shit. I mean, like, the Young Bucks kind of, right now, they're like EVPs, same with Cody and all them. You could tell that they're trying to, like, especially Young Bucks are just extremely douchey now. It's like Kenny Omega is just an asshole, right? Like, that's kind of like his character right now. Being in the elite and stuff, but then you and uh, the young bucks are like douchebags, like that's what their character is right now. They're just like, "Hey, I'm gonna wear Christian Dior like shoes and shit," and I'm just gonna be like, ha, ha, ha. "Like, I'm a douche." That and that's what it seems like to me. But like this shit over here, good lord, man. At least Seth got better music, but
3: good lord. Yeah, and with that.
1: Yeah, on that, I figure that that will be the end of the podcast, and I'm figuring probably in a week we will talk about Eva Marie now, talk about the good and the <laughs> bad, just because you mentioned it, and then I was like, ooh, I found a good title for it and everything. So <laughs> so uh, for all of that, thank you for sticking with us at the end of this podcast, Know that we've been ta- uh, talking a lot and in- – uh, I'm I was shitting on Eva Marie so much and I'm gonna do a whole episode based on that shit. So and uh yeah, for I guess everybody at the Heart of Geek, we will talk to you in the next podcast.
2: Talk to y'all later. Bye Peace
1: out from
3: Jeremy.
2: From Joe.
3: <laughs>
1: Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is the Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or. Anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying Wrestling with the Willies.